0: Guy radio show.
1: I say this calls for action and now nip it in the bud.
2: Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in
3: the bud. Sometimes in the evening when you do not see, I study the small things you do constantly. I memorize moments. That I'm fondest of, my cup runneth over with
0: love. My cup runneth over versus <laughs> running on empty. Well, I'm just getting back from a Colorado vacation that was provided by my father in so many different ways, but my heavenly father and my earthly father. And if you don't see God in Colorado, I'm just saying your eyes probably aren't open. Not that that you don't see it in North Carolina, Bob. You see it here. But man, oh man, everywhere you look is abundance, abundance of mountains, abundance of wildlife. And just picture with me a minute that you're walking down to a sparkling clear mountain lake. And from a distance, you can see the trout rising all over the surface. When you get close, you see the fish easily. I mean, easily see the fish in the clear mountain water, big, beautiful rainbow trout, browns, cutthroats, and brookies. As you stand there fishing, a huge mule deer doe comes down next to you. This actually happened to me, Bob. Comes down next to you and feeds on the brush, not seeming to mind at all that you're there. It's truly, I mean this, it's a consecrated moment. Yes, consecrated. Look closely into the word consecrated and you'll find David's cup overflowing. The Hebrew root of the word fill and consecrate are the same word, male. So when God blessed the animals in Genesis one twenty two, he told them, this is interesting. God blessed them and he said, be fruitful and multiply and melee, fill the waters. <laughs> so consecrate them. When they're filled with all those fish, they're consecrated. And let the fowl multiply in the earth. And later when God told Moses to consecrate Aaron, he used the same word in Exodus 28.41. He said... Thou shalt put upon Aaron, thy brother, and his sons with him, and shall anoint them, and mele, consecrate them, and sanctify them. So isn't that interesting that if you go back with me for a minute now to this lake, you know deep inside all these fish, all this wildlife, this place is consecrated. My cup overflows. But don't forget why. It's because the Lord is my shepherd, right? I shall not want. Well... When you're filled, right, you're not wanting anything. You, you you got it full because, right, your cup overflows. So naturally, you know, this is a Christian car guy show. You're listening. You're going, Robbie, okay, what about cars? Well, I just want you to know You your car is wanting to be consecrated. It's want to be full of gas. <laughs> it wants to be full of oil. It wants air in the tires. What happens to your boat, Bob, when, you're, when you don't have all the oil? Beep! He wants air in the tires. He wants a new timing belt. So how is it that this lake in Colorado is teeming with fish? How is it that that deer comes down and it's so beautiful and all that? Well, the answer is there are fish and wildlife people in abundance in Colorado and over a $40 million plus budget to make sure that this place is filled with wildlife. And so a full tank... Right A dipstick that reads full tires with proper inflation that all that's all life abundantly it's consecrated, but it's part of God's economy and it's not one of lack, but it's one of abundance. work is involved, but that too is good really, and part of the joy right in in when you're working with Jesus I mean there's no more joy than there is in that so is an interesting thing when you study. Middle Eastern culture, I learned this week as I was thinking about this overflowing cup that if you go to a Middle Eastern party, Bob, (laughs) and you went into an an Arab country,
4: oh, not in an Arab country, no,
0: but a Middle Eastern party, yeah, we have been, Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. and if they only fill your cup up like halfway, you're on your way out. If they don't fill your cup at all, they're asking you to leave.
4: (laughs) <laughs> Wasn't aware of that. I was so, awful thirsty well, when that When you day. first get there, they'll
0: fill it up to the top. The second, you know, and about the third or fourth cup, they, they start making it less and less, and it's, it's their way of saying it's time to go. There you go. But if they really, really, really like you, now I realize in the desert, you know, they're not going to overflow cups unless there's abundance. And so when they, if they really like you, you're their favorite, they have grace for you, then they fill your cup to overflowing, so when you get to the party, you know you're the cheese. I mean, you're the guy. That, that's the idea behind the overflowing cup. So it's, it's sort of a grace thing. It's for like, you know, God, I'm your favorite. There must be a reason that I got to go to this place fishing, and I got to see all these fish, and I got to be there with my daughters, and with my wife, and my granddaughter. I mean, it's just an unbelievable experience. But my question to you today on A Christian Car Guy Show is when did you experience this overflowing cup where you knew it was consecrated coming from the Father? Maybe it was your vacation or birth of a child. Because interestingly, Genesis twenty-five twenty-four, and when her days to be delivered were fulfilled, <laughs> same word, <laughs> age 4390, Strong's word is a melee, behold, there were twins in her womb. And in Galatians four four, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth His Son. This fullness idea, this consecrated—it's amazing, Bob.
4: It's uh, my story of that field is is so different because some people would think that that my at the time I experienced the most fullness of God was when so many things were very tragic for me. Um, my place had just burned to the ground um, so many things had happened and, and, you know, it was a time where I could have felt and most people would think I would have felt empty, but I, I was so filled and, and had all the energy, all the confidence, all the, everything I needed to move forward. And, um, for me, it was really weird when you mentioned it, uh, what we we're going to be talking about today. It just hit me like a a ton of bricks is like that's when you were your most filled is when when uh god picked you up held you up propped you up and kept you moving forward and uh it was just a great 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 thing and uh god's been the most for me in my times of my biggest need and i didn't even feel needy <laughs> you know because <laughs> Yeah. Well, Why would
0: you look back to the story of Samson When in that moment of time when the lion pounced on him, right? That's when the Holy Spirit rushed in to fill him. It was a similar thing as, as I was listening to you. I was thinking about it. You know, here's his time. The lion's attacking, and clearly the lion was attacking you.
4: That's a time of need. <laughs> and here
0: comes the Holy Spirit, rushes in. He tears apart this lion like it was a baby goat. You know, or the time where he was again—it rushed in on him when he had a thousand Philistines on his back. You know, and he had the jawbone that's a little bit famous. But when did that happen in your life? Eight six six. We want you to call in and share that moment of consecration, that moment where you were just filled beyond belief. Eight six six three four eight seven eight eight four eight six six three four. Truth, and there's a reason. There's a lot of people out there right now who may feel a little bit empty. <laughs> and as we talk about how God's filled us, it, it increases faith, Bob. It makes me believe that he's coming through from me. You know, He's he's got something for you. So don't hesitate. Call us. 866-348-7884, 34 truth Of course, we're going to get to our Jesus Labor Love. There's some moms there that could use some filling that have got a bit of lack and, and I've been experiencing that, obviously, while I was on vacation. A lot of those got piled up that we need to work with. But we would love to hear your story of when you were just like, oh, my goodness, I just had no idea that I could be this filled. And what the experience was like. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in. Of course, all this stuff is always at ChristianCarGuy.com. As well as, you know, in a, in a few days I'll be posting the August uh, cruise-ins and all that. we got Christian Car Guy Theater podcast up there, which I believe next week we'll be finishing up our Jailhouse Justice series on Christian Car Guy Theater, podcasts or previous shows, of course, applications to the Jesus Labor Love, or any of that stuff. It's all there at ChristianCarGuy.com, as well as the verses that I've used this morning when I was talking about.
4: What part of Colorado were you in?
0: We went, it's, it's a place called Twin Lakes. It's kind of between Leadville and uh, Buena Vista. You know, right it's just absolutely beautiful. Leadville is a really cool place. All sorts of places to get filled up there and see the wildlife. Buena Vista itself has deer that just walk around the streets. It's unbelievable. <laughs> so when we get back, we'd love to hear your story. We're going to figure out some more about how to concentrate our cars. 866-348-7884.
3: Sometimes in the evening when you do not see, I study the small things you do constantly. I memorize moments that I'm fondest of, my cup
0: runneth over with. Love. When did your cup overflow that you sensed God's consecration, something he was just filling you with? We would love to hear your story today on a Christian Car Guy Show. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share. Like Barbara in Greenville, South Carolina. Barbara, you're on a Christian Car Guy Show. I'd love to hear your story.
1: All righty. Good morning, Robbie and Bob. I enjoy your uh program every single Saturday I can possibly be there.
4: Thank you. Um, Thank you very much.
1: When 37 years ago, and this is a long time, I'm sorry.
3: That's
0: okay. But, um,
1: the Lord brought into mine and my husband's life a little baby boy with spina bifida. And uh, I just, I thought my first reaction was, the love that filled me for that child, knowing that his daddy and I would have to be his advocate. Uh, And this is 37 years ago before they had a lot of help for kids with disabilities. But anyway, that was what I felt instantly as soon as they told me he had um, a little minus cell on his back. So that was the first part. The next day when the doctor came in, and, of course, they always tell you all of the worst things that can happen oh yeah and uh i said no i've put him in god's hand that's the safest place i know to put him and i don't think that came out of my brain i think that was the holy spirit speaking through my mouth and ever since then i that deepened my faith in god's sovereignty so much so that now when something happens i I very much tried to say, well, the Lord's in charge. Let's go from here and have an adventure and see what he's got planned. Wow. And so that was a real turning point, And I would not wish that on any child, but it really mm-hmm. helped me realize the sovereignty of God.
0: Is, is your son still alive?
1: Oh, yes. Wonderful. Yes. And uh, fortunately, his was not a disability. Now, he has... Um, He's able to walk. He's very ambulatory, um, but he walks, he runs funny. So there is some deformity there. And the right, the left side of his whole body is um, like his ear canals are twisted. He only has one kidney, which the Lord, a lot of people are running around with only one kidney because the Lord makes the other one double in size and carried the load. Really? So we were very, very blessed that he wasn't. And it also gave me a consideration for people who have children with disabilities, particularly uh, with my son. You cannot really tell that he has Spina Bifida, but there are parents whose children are very, very visually disabled, and uh, I really have a heart for those people.
0: Oh, Barbara, that That just blesses me. (laughs) I I can't tell you how much it blesses me. What's your son's name? Chris. Chris. Well, I you may know this. I teach special needs um, adults at the church I uh, attend or am member of. Okay. And I've done that for better part of twenty years, and so a lot of our and done it well, brother. You have (laughs) done that so well. A lot of these students have either Down syndrome or autism, well, of course, we have mm-hmm. different different kinds of special needs and you know they all have their own unique challenges but anyway, this story i just I just feel compelled to tell after you say that um there's one young man that I've loved for years and years and years and years, and, years, and i I'd never really seen him get upset but one time (laughs) and his mother happened to be in the room at the time. And this, this guy's about 35 or 36 years old himself. He he might be a little bit older than that, but anyway, he had thrown his mother's keys in a closet and then shut the door and we didn't have a key to get him out. (laughs) And so Ah. we sent for one of the, you know, administrators of the church to come bring the key so we could get in this closet. Well, when we opened up that closet door, the, the young man just went berserk. I've never seen anything like it. And he came over and he threw all his weight against that door and slammed that door to where the whole room shook. And it just scared, it It was really terrifying. And then it looked like he was going to go after his mother. So I kind of stood in the way. Well, he kind of, he was filled with the Holy Spirit. He threw me out of the way. Like I was a, a rag doll and I'm no small guy in my body. No, by and no means. So I was like just, Totally perplexed on knowing what to do, and the mother looked at him. This is one of those moments I'll never forget as long as I live. She looked at him and talk about filled with the Holy Spirit, she says, Does somebody need a hug? I'm serious, Bob. That's exactly what she said. You'd shared that with me before, and and, and
4: I just it just got away with me at how calm mom was and she knew
0: exactly what to say. And and that boy melted. He melted into her arms and started weeping. I, I you know the, the time that you would the, you know, that is grace. I mean that's favor that's the kind of thing that I I just marvel at. And so when you say that parents of special needs families, children, um, which sometimes I think we're all special needs in our own way. Amen. Mama, Amen. <laughs> um what what a gift God gives them That consecration, that feeling, in order to be able to deal with those needs at the moment when they come. It's beautiful. Absolutely marvelous. I'm so glad you called this morning. That is such a story. God bless you.
5: Thank you for your faithfulness. You both are
1: coming in every Saturday and and doing your show. I love it. Thank you. Have a wonderful, wonderful
6: God God filled
0: day. You too. Thank you, dear. God bless. Bye bye. All right, now I know you've got a story. 866 Three four eight seven eight eight four 348 7884 is a number to call in and share. We would love to hear that moment, that, that time where you felt, you know, God come in and really take over when you may have not had a clue what to do or maybe it was just something on vacation and you just saw that God was filling it. Whatever, whatever it is and you feel compelled to share, please don't hesitate. Just call us, 866-348-7884 seven eight eight four is a number to call in of course we're going to get to consecrating our cars here in a minute <laughs> we're going to talk about our jesus labor love car repair for single moms widows and families in crisis so much more christian car guy show coming up stay tuned our cup is overflowing in it bob
4: overflowing brother <laughs> overflowing
0: Talking about running over cups today.
4: <laughs> Ed's voice changed a little bit that time, didn't it?
0: <laughs> yeah, we had a real difficult question during the break. Was who was the the guy who was singing "My Cup Run Is Over"? And Arnold. I, <laughs> <laughs> Robbie had, had messed that up pretty good. It, it's oh, well, I'll man. let you guess. You're welcome to call in at 866-348-7884. But right now, I have Levi, who is in Raleigh, North Carolina. He's got a moment of consecration. I'd love to hear. Levi, you're on the Christian Car Guy show. Good morning.
2: Good morning. How are you guys? Doing we
0: are gray. wonderful. I'm excited gray. to hear your story.
2: Uh, I'm, I had uh, a vision, I guess, for lack of a better term. It was 2017, October, I was just watching videos on YouTube about rapture. Right. Really? I didn't know about it, and I, I know that it's not really said in the Bible, but there are implications, and there's him taking people up right but i was watching the video and this girl was talking about how she was dealing with this problem she had with the rapture and i closed my eyes because i was wiping something away and it was like he him i saw him jesus christ he it, it was like the brightest lamp or just bright white light and it looked like uh, have you ever seen like the trading cards with the holographic uh, pictures oh, yeah, on them? Yeah, it, it was like that. Only it was him, and he walked from stage right all the way into the center of my vision. And I opened my eyes, I got up from the computer room, walked into the living room, and closed my eyes again. And he just held out his left hand didn't say a word to me. That's all he did. He just held out his left hand.
4: That'll fill uh, a
0: brother's cup once.
2: <laughs> yes, it will.
0: <laughs> well, I have to ask, because I had a, a similar vision at one point in my life. Was there something that welled up inside of you that they didn't realize was there that was just like, oh, this is it. I'm going to see Jesus. Was, there, was that there?
2: Uh, yeah, it would have been easily dismissive as like a sunspot or something like that. But it was in the middle of the night, or and if I had just sat there, it would have been dismissed too. But I got up, opened my eyes, and walked into another room, and it was still there. He was still there. So it was it, even if it wasn't him, if it was the Holy Ghost or some other spirit, it didn't drive me away from it. It brought me closer to him. So that's why I'm saying it was uh,
0: the, You can tell the fruit. Um. Right. That, that where that was, and it filled your cup and it increased wow. your faith, obviously enough to, to take the courage to call us today, yes, which is not easy. I understand. Yeah. So that blesses me, Levi. Thank you. And I love your You're name. It's, it's so biblical.
2: <laughs> it's actually my middle name, but my grandfather had a nickname, Leviticus. Oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah, that's his nickname <laughs> for me. I had no idea until about before this vision happened. I, my whole family on my mother's side is very Baptist and all that, so we know about all the stuff. I just didn't really understand it until a couple of years ago.
0: Wow. So, that's so cool. Well, thank you, Levi. God bless you. I appreciate you calling us today and sharing that.
2: God bless you guys. You have a good weekend.
0: You too. Thanks, Bye-bye. brother. bye Well, we would love, love, love to hear your, you can tell, I love this stuff. You hear your story, way more fun than anything I could think about. 866-348-7884 is a number to call in and share your cup overflowing story. Of course, you know, cars got to be filled with gas and oil and all. We're going to get to all that. But before we do that, I have a very, very special guest in the studio with me. My good friend, Larry George, who is with Salome Missionary Homes, And because of his work with missionaries, he gets the chance to go all over the world. And Larry, you had a a story where God just, you know, showed up in, was it China?
7: No, it actually was in China and Thailand. And, uh, but when I went to Thailand, they have an underground church there. And this is for Pakistani Christians that have lost their visas. And so they put them in UN detention camps if they catch them. And then they can't get out of there until they're sent to another country. And so they are under persecution in Thailand, about 14,000 of them, Christians, because their visas have expired, and if they get caught, they're either sent back to Pakistan, where they go to jail, or else they stay in these detention camps. And so I went into a home that was about a 12-by-12 room, and the only thing that they had in that room was a mattress on the floor and people sitting along the wall. When I walked in the door, they told me that this was an underground church that the family that lived there had not been outside in two years because if they walked outside, they'd be put into that detention camp. So they were there uh, sitting on the floor, and they wanted us to speak words of encouragement to them. And I thought, how can I encourage somebody that is going through so much willing to give up what they have? And this lady came up to me after the service, and through an interpreter, she said, she held out this little baby in her hands, and she said, Mr. Preacher, would you pray that God would touch my baby? He's got a bad heart. We can't go to a doctor. If we do, we'll be put in jail. Can God touch our little boy? Well, I'm raised Baptist. I was never in a position, you know, I'd always pray for Aunt Susie and stuff, but as far as somebody just putting a baby in front of me and saying, you know, I'm relying totally on God to do this. And so I took that baby in my arms, and I I began to cry. And this other pastor that was with me, we did too, because I thought, God, this baby is yours. There's nothing that I can do, but only you can do it. Only you can touch him. And so we prayed for this baby, and I really believe that God had touched this baby's heart, and we gave it back to the mom. Well, When she took the baby back, she said, just a minute, and she brought over this little girl, and this little girl was about two or three years old, and when she brought her over to me, this kid was crying, and it was, and I'm not a, really a kids person, you know. So I'm thinking, can't you get this kid? I'll just verify to that. Yeah. So, but anyway, they call him Scary Larry. At this. <laughs> yeah, you know, like Sergeant Carter, you know. But anyway, they they bring this ba- the this little girl over to me, and the mother tells me through the interpreter that this kid has her teeth are rotten, and she said she can't go to a dentist. Same reason, she's been in this house for two years, but she cries all the time because her teeth hurt. Can we pray for? Her? And I remember that, um, pastor Phil and I both prayed that God would touch that girl and the pain went out of her mouth to me. When I saw that, I thought, God, I know that you're real, but it was just like, man, it just filled my cup to realize how much God reaches down from heaven and touches people that have absolutely nothing to show who he is. Wow.
0: That's yeah.
7: And so your cup,
0: was it kind of, yeah, it really
7: was. I, I can't, um, imagine going through something like that but yet the love of god that they had even though they had a baby with a bad heart and a baby with rotten teeth living in a room for two years by themselves still love jesus wow well, we thank have, you for
0: sharing that that's amazing it is it it is and we got our lines are filling up we got roxanne is in Germantown, north carolina roxanne you're on the christian car guy show good morning <laughs>
5: Good morning. How are you today?
0: I am excited to hear your story of your moment. Oh, I,
5: my goodness. You guys are sharing lots of good stuff there. Um, I'm 53 years old and um, 18 years old. I had an overdose of drugs, I came out of the hospital, and uh, never knew who Jesus was. I had never heard of who he was. Um, and uh, I keep hearing voices in my mind. Uh, suicidal, you know thoughts. Uh, you're good for nothing. You don't belong here. Throw yourself at the car. And I already had a uh, one and a half year old girl, and she, I think she's the one that got kept me from not committing suicide. Um,
7: wow. And one
5: night, um, one night I got on my knees. That was the first time I ever talked to the Lord, and I had a Bible that a Seventh Adventist lady. Adventist lady had given me long time ago. Now what was it doing there I can't remember. But I know that I read the Bible and um put it down and I got down on my knees and I told the Lord, I said, you know, I need help and I know I can find it in this book. I just don't understand it. And um there was a screen, like a television screen on the wall and there was a house. Um, And I heard this voice. I can't tell you how I heard it, but I heard this voice and told me, go to that house and you will find help there. Amen. I recognized the house because it was half a block away from mine. Ran to the house, knocked on the door, and a sister named Carmen lives there, Sister Carmen. And um, she tells me, the pastor's not here. The pastor happened to live behind her house, in the back house. Uh, but once the pastor is here, we'll go there. Um, waited. Pastor comes. That's the first time they told me why Jesus died, who Jesus was, and that He loved me.
0: Oh, Roxanne, we got to go to a break. We got to hear a little bit more of this story. So can you stay on with us for for the next segment, please? Well, yes, we will. can we can hear the the rest of the story. And I bet you're thinking, Wow, I got one, Robbie. Well. You know, we don't have to talk about cars. I'm not hung up on that 866-348-7884, 866-34-TRUTH. We'll be back with much more Christian Car Guy Show. (laughs) Did your cup overflow when did you experience that consecrated moment we're asking that question today on the christian car guys show your car is longing to be consecrated too by the way looks like we're going to hear more stories which i prefer anyway when we left our hero rock sandwich by the way you can call in at 866-348-7884 866-34-TRUTH if you're digitally gifted But when we left our hero, Roxanne, she had gotten word from the Lord through a Bible that just happened to be there. I had a Bible like that right next to me one time, Roxanne. And then you went over to the pastor's house. Um, You went over to the sister's house, who then was going to introduce you to the pastor. Go ahead and pick up the story there.
5: And um, the pastor came to my house. And um, that's that's when I found who Jesus was. And I remember the way she told me, you know, there's someone that loves you and died for you. And his name is Jesus. And she told me I was a sinner and and, and, uh, you need to repent. And I tell you, I fell on my knees and all these things. Because I came from, uh, I was in a gang, uh, drugs, um, had a child at 16 years old. So there was a lot going on in my life. Um, Where was no that? It,
0: it wasn't in Germantown, was it?
5: No, that was in California. Okay. I lived in Los Angeles. Uh-huh. And, um, and I said, I'm sorry, Lord. Please forgive me. And I don't know. I must have cried for so long. And I remember them singing songs to me afterwards. And I fell so much in love with these ladies, right? Went to bed. And the next morning, I tell you, I... Coming from a lonely, very um, alone, um, in a world that I found no meaning for my life. And the next morning after the Lord came into my heart, I felt like he had grabbed me and placed me in a totally different world. And the joy of the Lord has not left me Amen.
0: And we can all hear that too, by the way, Roxanne. Yes. <laughs> that is glorious. So, wow.
5: Thank you. And every morning, I got to tell you, every morning, I thank the Lord for that day, November of 1982, for saving my life and making me whole and giving me a great family and loving me so very much. And every morning when I remember that, I cry and I say, thank you, Lord, because only you can do wonderful things like that. Mm. Yes, so, praise God, and thank you for your show.
0: Thank you, Roxanne. God bless you. We're so grateful that you called in courageously. And I know you're thinking, I got a story. 866-348-7884 is the number to call in and share. 866-34-TRUTH. We have Anne, who I bet is Ann Alt. <laughs> yes, it is, yeah. as a
8: matter of fact. <laughs> Here to pester you, I, I you know... You I, probably I, I,
0: knew who was that song, not, sang that My Cup Overflows song.
8: I did. And this is what I have to tell you, and I'll be very fast, because I know time is short, and you do want to get to some car stuff. <laughs> but um, uh, I, you know, I'm part of the Christian Car Guy Theater, and I'm very proud to be a part of the, our, our wonderful theater group. But this is so funny, Robbie, because back <coughs> in 1970, that that beautiful song which made me cry today, uh, was is from the musical I Do, I Do. And it was on Broadway with Mary Martin and Robert Preston a thousand years ago. But I did that show it, years ago several times with two different guys. And one was Gil Gerard, Buck Rogers. <laughs> and right. then the other was my friend David Harper. But... It it um, it was such a wonderful show from start to finish about a marriage, you know. But then I gave my life to Jesus Christ in 1974, and He is our Bridegroom King, and He has been He's been so faithful to me all through the years, you know, with all the ups and downs, and and I have so many cup runneth over stories, you know. But this season, as I'm uh, Fading to glory here. I'm getting older. You know, uh, uh, it's a little harder when you get older to, to embrace the next adventure. And when I tuned into CCG today, and uh, I'm in the process of a new adventure in my life, and where He guides, He provides. But then I heard that song today. And, you know, Robbie, it just touched me so much uh, the blast from the past. Just God saying, Anne, as I have been faithful to you every inch of the way. In this journey, you know, I'm going to be faithful to the end. So I just want to, I, I want to encourage your listeners too that he is so faithful, Robbie. Great is his faithfulness.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, as I was, you know, I, I'm, since I've got you right there, I'll tell you the actual story of what happened. As I was on vacation, I was studying Jeremiah 47, actually, and uh-huh. where there, it's actually a prophecy against the Philistines. And he uses that word that, 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 that he's going to overflow the Philistines with this flood and, and he's going to fill the area. So I go, like I do, looking at the Hebrew word and I realized that, wow. oh my word, that word is the same word as consecrate. How could that be? I had a total misunderstanding. So I started just looking at consecrating and overflowing and all these different places and my mind was just filled as I was on vacation with the way he was filling my life and overflowing in, in so many right. different ways. And so when I got back... And you know me how much I love music. And so yes. I said, well, there's got to be a good overflowing song. Well, the first one that comes <laughs> up is that one. And I'm like, oh, oh, wow, I remember that song. It was a blast from the past for me, too. And I, oh, I, and I was just I like, that it. is such a beautiful melody. And it's such an amazing yes. concept that's behind oh, it yes. that oh, I hadn't heard for years and years. So I'm, I'm grateful that you enjoy. I, I I certainly was just blessed out of my socks by the whole. Oh. Gosh, Experience. me too.
8: When I first heard it, I, I said, oh, I hope he keeps playing the whole verse. <laughs> oh, wow. It was, uh, yeah, it just touched me so much. It's, it is lovely. It's just lovely. Well, I got so, Bobby in
0: High Point I got to get to, and so, okay, but God sorry. bless you. God Thank bless you. You. Bless you. We'll Bye-bye. hear from you next week, I know. Yes, indeed. <laughs> All, right. All right, Bobby in High Point, we would love to hear your story. We got a couple minutes if you okay, can get I'll to I'll it.
6: Okay, hurry through um, and it's been 32 years ago my doctor had me on xanax and ludomail i was having severe panic attacks i was not sleeping i was still in the workforce then i was a smoker well i'd had laying on of hands um, you know for the smoking and and some of the health problems i was having and then i went to a doctor the next day because my throat was terrible and I said, "I've got to find out if I have cancer in my throat." And he looked at my, in my throat, and he said, "Well, you do not have cancer in your throat, but you have severely inflamed throat. And do you know, well, I didn't smoke all that night, <laughs> and normally when pete smokers, if they get up tight, they'll suck on those cigarettes.
0: Oh yeah, I was one. I'm with you, and, Bobby.
6: <laughs> and that's 32 years ago, all of a sudden, immediately. The need for the Xanax, the LudiMil, the uh, cigarettes was gone. And one of my doctors said, well, now, you may have some withdrawal. I said, look, when the Lord does something, he doesn't mess around. Mm -hmm. And I said, I I didn't say I'm going to lay down the cigarettes. The desire was gone. I have never wanted another one. I never had any withdrawal from this medication. And I just thank the Lord. I said, not because I'm so nice. It's just because he is so merciful to all of us.
0: Wow. Yes, I
6: don't know is. why he doesn't just slap us
0: all down every once in a
4: while. <laughs> well, he does he, Yeah, I, I was going to say he I've has. I've been on the end of that one a few <laughs> times. You think a lot queer and clearer of why your lips are swelling, don't you?
0: Uh, oh, well, Bobby, what a wonderful story. God bless you. Thank you for sharing that. Thank you
6: that. so much. You guys have a good weekend.
0: You too. God bless. Wow, wow. wow. the music's coming, Bob. And <laughs> Where did <laughs> it go, bro? We didn't talk much about cars, right. but f- suffice it to say... Keep your oil filled. <laughs>
4: keep your oil filled.
0: Keep your radiator filled. You know, keep those things don't overfill. But you got to make sure that that you consecrate your car, that it feels filled. Because a good king, right, like God, is going to make sure that his kingdom is as much as like heaven as he possibly can. That's kind of the concept there. But of course, Bob, we had so much fun. Larry, thank you for joining us. Glad to be here for for what's going on in Thailand, and we got you coming up on the next show for those people who are listening to King of Pursuits, Bob.
4: What a great day, brother. Have a fun
0: time on the lake, yes.